0: Matt Lenehan for Boxing Social in association with William Hill and Empire Fight Star, I'm Delighted to be joined once again by Alex Krasik. We came for the press conference not too long back. We're back here for Fight Week. There's a real buzz about this city. How excited are you for Alexander Rusik, Daniel Dubois, so close to Ukrainian Independence Day. Must be a proud moment for you, Alexander and the team.
1: When you're approaching the fight, you become excited for many reasons. First reason, you see how uh how people want to get tickets to the fight second reason how uh, excited are fighters they can't wait especially those who are not in heavyweight because they need to make their weights and uh friday night friday morning is is the proper day for them i mean uh, the expectation the emotion it grows up and uh, at some point you have this top peak uh the fight night and the main event itself.
0: Daniel Dubois comes into this rightly so, um, an underdog. How dangerous of an opponent is Daniel Dubois for Alexander Usyk?
1: He is dangerous. Listen, uh, if, if someone like Daniel Dubois punches you in the face or in the body, you feel pain. This is the, the, the best what you can feel, it's pain. The worst is when you don't feel anything else for, for a couple of moments. He's strong, he's motivated, he's, uh, he's the regular champion of the world. I mean, he's young, he's hungry, and he has nothing to lose.
0: Do you believe at this point he's a more dangerous aspect than Anthony Joshua?
1: No. No, no, I don't think so. Anthony Joshua uh, went through some very significant moments in his career, especially when he fought Klitschko, and he got knocked down, and then he found the determination in his heart, and he came back and knocked the guy out. We saw the same with Dubois, but he was fighting uh, former cruiserweight uh, Lorraine. It doesn't mean we disrespect him, but I mean that with Klitschko, it's a, it's a different story.
0: In the build-up to this, we saw the round table yourself, Frank Warren, uh, Daniel, and Alexander, and there's a lot of things being asked. And you know, the, everyone keeps going back to the whole Tyson Fury scenario. And Frank's quite adamant. Look, the reason this fight didn't happen is because of your guys, end. the rematch apparently wanted to be 70-30 flipped. What's your take on all this? Are you getting sick of this whole back and forth and who he said, she said, but keeps getting thrown back to your court?
1: The fight didn't happen because one of the fighters didn't want to fight. That's the only reason why it it didn't happen. Everything else is like, just talks about nothing.
0: Do you think the involvement from the Saudis in terms of months ago, we heard this heavyweight tournament, blah, blah, blah. Do you think that's been a hindrance to get these fights over the line? Because ultimately, no matter what anyone says, the majority of the money will be in Saudi no matter where this fight takes place. That'll be where the big money is. Has that been a hindrance in negotiations for these fights?
1: I mean, uh, Saudi is a great contribution to uh, boxing. I mean, if we know that Tyson, we know how people call Tyson, greedy belly. So probably he's greedy maybe for money. I don't know. Uh, But uh, money probably means a lot to him, so here we go with the guys who are able to deliver this money to him, but at the, the final point, uh, someone has to, to give his consent on his behalf, or the good thing is the, when Tyson Fury gives his own consent to fight UCI, you know what I mean? That's the only thing pending. If he's ready, then he's ready, if he's not, then we can do nothing about it and uh, no money in the world can buy his consent.
0: When you look at this fight this week, um, I know you won't be looking past Daniel Dubois, but I remember Alexander after the Anthony joshua the rematch said, look, if it's Tyson Fury, we can fight next. If not, you know, he, wasn't, he wasn't bothered. So if he gets past Daniel Dubois and Tyson Fury isn't available, what, do, what does he do? Is it a case of pressure in the WBC? What, what, what happens?
1: We will keep walking our way to the undisputed, whatever it takes.
0: Tyson Fury, in terms of Usyk, do you think, in your heart of hearts, if you manage to get Daniel Dubois out the way, that you can come to a negotiation table and get what you guys want in terms of respect for the belts you bring? And do you think that you'll have to negotiate different terms than they were already on the table previously?
1: Uh, there were no terms on the table, actually. So we had it 50-50. That is the term on the table. That's the only uh acceptable term on the table if it if it goes to to the fight in london if it comes to the fight in saudi we don't need to negotiate anything with tyson fury we just need to give his consent
0: but it has to be 50 50 there is no, no give i mean, or take. I
1: mean if, if if it's not in the uk if it's somewhere else then uh, no, it's then it's it's easy we just uh, negotiate uh, each side and that's it let me get
0: your opinion on the anti-joshua fight He's coming up and we think Deontay wilder at the earliest of next year you, you've shared the ring with Anthony Joshua, your team. What do you make of that fight with Wilder?
1: I respect this man. Uh, I love his personality. Like, uh, I watched this fight and uh, he came back well. I mean, there were some questions about the fight itself, but uh, the, the KO was a good one. It means that the guy has the bullet in his uh, glove and uh, he, can, he can make it and uh, with uh, with uh, with wilder it's a 50-50 fight for me
0: and last one from me, I think it's important to touch on the fact that um, Alexander, as a person into this fight, he has sort of been that beacon of hope for the people of Ukraine, everything he's done. As, as other people, like Vasily Lomachenko, these people have sort of, you know, stepped out and said, look, get behind this country. Um, regardless of the result, how proud are you of him, your team? The way, the way this obviously, this week's going to be as well, that he's carrying that country on his back, like he always has done, and he's going to put on this, this show for the world.
1: He is the professional from bottom to top, deep in his heart. He is a real Ukrainian. He is a real warrior and a real patriot of his country. He is a big leader in his heart. And uh, he leads his team. He's not It's not like a team surrounds him. He is the leader of his team. Uh, everything he does, draws attention of millions of people. But what he does is what comes from his heart. And if you see only good positive things, it means what kind of personality he is.
0: I suppose the dream for you boys one day, you know, hopefully in not too distant future where ideally this war comes to an end and you know things go back to say somewhat of a normality to bring him over there to have a fight in the ukraine that must be there i know we talk about undisputed we talk about everything that you can do in the sport but i suppose some things mean a little bit more how big of a sort of a carrot and how much would that mean if you were able to do that one day must be
1: you know that's my dream klitschko brothers had a dream to make a fight in, in in kiev and they had one back in 1999 or 98 uh, myself, being a promoter for almost 20 years, I dream of staging such a huge fight in Kiev. That's also my dream. And Usyk has this dream either. So if we both have this dream, after the victory, uh, we will work hard to make it happen.
0: Alex, I appreciate your time as always. Thanks for being so hospitable. Hopefully, we can catch up before the end of the week. And we wish you all the best for Saturday.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.